0: Good morning and welcome. And uh, we also bid a welcome to Dr. David Welsh, the county health officer in both Ripley and Franklin counties. And good morning to you, Dr. Welsh.
1: Good morning. Thank you for having me on the air. and I appreciate all you and your radio station are doing for the community.
0: Uh, Well, thank you. And uh, we appreciate you. Well, you know what you do and having to be at the front lines of uh, everything that's been going on, uh, especially in the uh, past uh, year and a half. And uh, can you give us a little bit of an update as far as the uh, COVID situation in uh, both uh, Ripley and Franklin counties?
1: Sure. Um and actually I, I now have the numbers up. Uh so uh, Ripley County will be staying in the orange and Franklin County will be staying in the red. Um the local hospitals remain um taxed. They're 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 very full with a lot of COVID. I have to say the local hospital, Margaret Mary Health, is doing the infusions, uh, and that's helping keep a lot of folks out of the hospital. And just for your listeners to know, so if you're exposed and you become symptomatic and you get tested and it's confirmed that you have the COVID-19, you may be a candidate for one of the infusions um, to try to knock it down and get you over it faster. But if, if it's more than 10 days past your start of symptoms that you're no longer eligible. so if you' if you think you've got it, you've been especially if you've been exposed, uh, please get it checked out because there are things that we can do to to help get you through this. And then of course, if you've got it, we, we need you to to isolate and and help prevent further spread. but they've had quite a few cases at the local hospital. Um, there's been some issues in the city although there's a few more uh, ICU beds in the city than there were, say, a week or so ago. Um, We've had a a number of events in the area, and and some of them have uh, have had COVID cases connected with them. Um, Fortunately, we've also had uh, groups in the area doing a really good job of how they have their events. Uh, I can tell you uh, um, St. Anthony had a drive-through festival. They did a great job. Uh, St. Mary Mary of the Rocks over the weekend did a really good job so it you can still have events and and do and do a good job Um, and to the public who are having symptoms and I think now they're pretty aware what those symptoms are please stay home because we don't we don't need you to 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 give it to to friends and family and, and people that may not know that you're not feeling well.
0: And you mentioned infusions at the hospital now. Uh, can you uh, for those who are maybe not familiar with it, uh can you take us a little uh through that uh, exactly what that is and uh uh who would qualify for something like that?
1: Sure. Uh that's the you may they may have heard about the monoclonal antibodies. So those are those are infusions that can help de- decrease the severity and and g- get you over it, it faster. Um people um are, who are eligible? Or like I said, within within the 10 days, uh, they need to have um, not had incre- be on oxygen. So if they've got sick enough to go on uh, su- additional or supplemental oxygen, it's it's they're, they're going to have to get other treatments. But if they're if they're diabetic, if if they're uh, if their BMI is over 25, if they're an immunosuppressed disease or have other uh, conditions they're over over sixty five there's there's a list of about, of about twelve different areas um, and certainly if they, if they have questions they can check with their their health care provider and they'll be happy to to help not only guide them through it but help facilitate uh, getting getting this um, this important medication
0: and uh, of course you also mentioned the hospitals are still uh, you know at high capacity and uh, in some cases overtaxed and uh, um, have you seen anything as far as uh, maybe some uh, moderation in those numbers? Or are they still pretty high?
1: So it's it's gone over the last month. There's it's kind of gone up and down, and, and the latter part of last week it was it was t- trending down a little bit, but over the weekend it it uh, they kind of filled filled to the rafters again.
0: And uh, is there any uh, has, has there been any um, thought as to why uh, it's been going up and down like this?
1: Well, in some cases, it's, it's a matter of timing. Um, so we, we've had a number of folks who, who um, sought medical attention early on, and they were able to get the infusion and avoid hospitalization. In other cases, it was positives related to uh, attending events. There have been positives related to people decided they needed to travel, uh, and they came back and they, they brought back some souvenirs, including the COVID-19. Um, so a lot of it's a matter of of timing Um, i know in in one case uh, folks they they tried really hard for a year and and then there was there was this wedding they just had to attend you know it was important to them so they did and they they uh, brought back good memories but they also brought back covid
0: and of course you mentioned that uh, ripley county is uh, staying in the orange and then also franklin county is in the red and uh uh, it seemed like uh, Franklin County's been uh, in that uh, red stash for quite some time.
1: Yes, yeah they, they they've had uh, they've had a, a time of it. Um, and that there's you know there's like any county there's parts of Franklin County that do really well like Oldenburg. Oldenburg's one of the best in the state as far as numbers and um, as far as vaccination rates. Uh, there's other parts not so good. Um, Ripley County has uh, like around Batesville. They're 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 in better shape not as good as Oldenburg but they're in better shape than other parts of the county so uh there's there's pockets in the county that are that are good and bad as far as numbers and, and as far as vaccination rates and 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 I know people are hesitant for different reasons on the COVID-19 vaccine but we're also approaching the flu season so I would I would hope folks even if they're hesitant on the uh, COVID-19 vaccine that they go ahead and get the flu vaccine so that they don't come in because they have similar symptoms and anything they can do to help um, at the hospital like I say their, their folks there are getting kind of tired they're working hard but they're getting tired and if we can if we can have a, another good low flu season this year like we did last year that that'll help uh, help out quite a bit
0: and of course, you mentioned uh, vaccination rates, and it seems like, um, and this this has been the, pretty much the trend. It seems like uh, the same um, uh, zip codes have had the higher numbers, and others not so much.
1: Right, right. And the, the other good news now is we're we're having the the additional shot available for Pfizer, um, and my my understanding is later this week the FDA will be considering. That third or booster shot for Moderna and J and J. So for the folks who have gotten the vaccine, and if they meet the criteria, I would ask them to consider getting the booster, getting that third shot, uh, because there's others around that that are not even getting the, the first round of the vaccine. So they can certainly help themselves and their family and their friends, and and help decrease the spread and and the uh, and the vaccines that we have are effective in. Against the Delta, now there are some some breakthroughs, but the folks who've been vaccinated tend to have less risk of hospitalization um, or, and serious uh, breakthrough with with the COVID nineteen.
0: And uh, could you uh, once again uh, go over the uh, criteria for receiving that uh, Pfizer booster shot?
1: So, on the Pfizer booster shot, it's it's immunocompromised, it's over sixty five. Um, if they're in a high risk area you know frontline workers uh, first responders um folks that we need to to keep on working because they do so much for the community um certainly if they have questions they can they can check with um with their with their physician with their provider um and they'll they'll help them walk through that um also if you are around folks who meet those criteria so you may not be um, immunocompromised but maybe somebody in your household is so that you, you would be eligible for, to get that booster shot because you would you would not want to bring that home to your the person that's at higher risk
0: Alright and with that we're going to go ahead and uh, take a, a brief break and uh, we'll be back with more with Dr. David Welsh right after this
1: Don't adjust your radio The sound that you hear is your stomach You're having trouble focusing You can't recall your last meal You're trapped in the hunger zone the solution Batesville to go let to go deliver a hot fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes to go delivers the best food from local restaurants visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800
0: Batesville to go big city convenience small town taste and welcome back I'm Tom Snape as we continue our conversation with Dr. David Welsh and of course you're not only uh, the Ripley County Health Officer but also the Franklin County health officer and as far as uh, that's um, concerned uh, what are some of the challenges that uh, you've been facing obviously uh, with the uh, county still in red but uh, what are some uh, some other things that uh, you've been dealing with and uh, what are some things that you're hoping to accomplish in Franklin County?
1: Well I I think the uh, it's been challenging but there's a good group of folks to work with. Um, I've met with um, members of the, uh, the health department I met with uh, folks from the uh, the count uh, from the uh, commissioners um, and I think the good news is everyone is on the same page of, of wanting a safer county so there's a lot of and there was a lot of, of, of problems with uh, people coming and going and uh, you may have learned that s- some aspects of the health department uh, jobs were covered by the state and some uh, were kind of in limbo because they needed a, a county health officer to sign off on a number of things. So uh, first and foremost, it's just getting the basics done. We want to make sure that those those safety things, those non-COVID things that need to be done for a safe county are being done and being done in, in a proper manner. So we're we're getting, I um, want to assure the public that we're, we're getting uh, you know, restaurants evaluated, we're getting complaints um, uh, followed up on. Uh, We're getting folks uh, with their regular immunizations. Um, There's, you know, there's a lot of regular immunizations that are needed, not just for COVID. Um, So we're working on that. Uh, We're we're filling in for some of the, they were short on some personnel spots, and we're slowly getting those filled. Um, So we're, we're getting to the basics, and then we're wanting to make sure that we get those services that are necessary to keep things safe. You know, we, we want to make sure restaurants are safe. We want to make sure people are getting their um, um, septic systems in uh, properly for their for their uh, homes that they're building. Um, people have have uh, you know complaints all the time about uh, whether it's mosquitoes or, or maybe there's that funny odor that they've noticed in the neighborhood. We want to make sure we were able to uh, to respond in a timely fashion, uh, because, like I say, there's a lot of things b- besides COVID that need to be addressed. Uh, one of the things that we we've initiated uh, it was to having folks who are having events submit a safety plan. You know, some folks are they're all worried about their event, and I know they're concerned about the public safety. So just having them fill out uh, a, a safety plan, of what they're going to do at their event to keep the public and their visitors safe, uh, just putting it on their radar, I think, helps them do a better job. So we're, we're working with, with folks with that. We, we've had some um, uh, outbreaks at different locations that we're responding to with the COVID. Um, but flu season's coming. So we do, the county has already started their their flu vaccine uh, clinics. Um, so even if you have questions about the, the, the COVID uh, Nineteen vaccine. I uh, would encourage everyone to get a flu uh, a flu shot this year. We we don't we don't need flu on top of the other things that we're we're dealing with. And then and then moving forward, I, I think there's there's areas that we can improve. You know, everyone, even even the best uh, county, the best county health department has room for improvement. So uh, once we get uh, the the personnel in place, uh, we're, we're going to be. Resp- uh, requ- Responding to opportunities out there for for new resources. Just yesterday, um, I was on a call f- uh, for a grant to tr- be able to reach out to schools uh, for immunizations, and um, Franklin County was on that call, and so was Ripley County. And both counties will be applying for some grants to see how we can better help and, and help our schools. So we're going to be looking to see what opportunities are out there to bring additional resources to the county and uh that we may not qualify for all of them but if there's some opportunities out there it doesn't hurt to ask and say can um can we get in line and uh you know it's everyone has to work on a budget every every county has challenges and i having been the ripley county health officer as, as long as i had I, I understand the ups and downs and trying to um to meet budgets and and to um not overburden the the taxpayer Um, so if there's opportunity for uh, resources uh, outside the county to be brought in to help the county i'm all for it so i think that's moving forward that's one of the other things that we're going to be doing and then i I think there's going to be opportunities moving forward Um, the state last year when COVID was starting looked at its public health infrastructure and it looked at where what were they what was being done well, and what wasn't being done so well, and where and who was doing it well and who wasn't, and um, the Fairbanks School of Public Health at IU did the study and published a report, and it's got a lot of really good things that can help at the state level, regional level, and the county level. So we'll be looking at that and seeing for additional opportunities both for individual counties and then, uh, counties in the region.
0: And you mentioned the state and of course, uh, you're involved in the, uh, with the governor's commission on uh, public health. And, uh, can you, uh, tell us how, uh, how that has gone uh, for you. So to this point,
1: uh, so far it's been really exciting. Um, I'm really motivated by the fact that the, that the state is looking into this, um, we we've been low on the totem pole compared to other states on what is spent on public health. Um, with the COVID nineteen, we found a lot of gaps in the delivery of public health um, across the country, across the state, and in, in in different counties. And I think we have an opportunity. You know, it's it's tough when you have a challenge like COVID nineteen, but if you can get something positive out of it, if we can look at how we're de- delivering public health services in in the state, in the county, and if we can do it better, if we can find out ways of improving uh, public health education, if we can help um, get young people interested in jobs in the public health uh, sector, I think that will go a long way. You know, we, we've had turnover, as I mentioned earlier, in both counties. Um, and one of the challenges when you, when you have turnover like that is uh, where, do you, where do you find that next uh, inspector? Where do you find that next public health nurse? And one of the things that are going to be looked at is how do we improve the bench uh, for the, those interested in working in public health? Uh, everyone around here is very well versed on basketball and football. And we know that those teams uh, that have a really long bench seem to do a whole lot better um, I, I saw the, our our local school East Central was ranked high in their in their division in football. was you go to the East Central game, you see they've got a tremendous bench. They got a lot of really good players. So if people get tired, they've got someone to put in. Well, we, we've got a really short bench, kind of like um, like the movie Hoosiers. Uh, you know, they had a short bench. They even played the manager at one point in the movie. Uh, so we've got a short bench, and it's hard to replace folks. It's hard to replace folks in the whether it's nursing, whether it's um, the, the folks that do the environmental that that do those checks for so you can build your house, uh, put in your septic system, that do the the inspections for restaurants to keep them safe. Um, and like I said, there's been turnover. So one of the things they're looking at is how do we improve education so that we get a longer bench? How do we get people interested in public health as a career? Because it's, it's very fulfilling um, with folks I uh, work with. They're they they're really charged to getting to do what they're doing and helping out the community. But we just, we need to get the word out what's involved with these jobs and careers. And, you know, in some cases, uh, parents and grandparents really want their kids growing up. It's like, boy, I wish there was a job for them coming back to the community. Well, this would be a job that they could come back to the community and, and help serve, and, and uh, but they They may not know a whole lot about what's involved with public health. So that's education. Um, And then when there's a problem, how do you get the necessary resources to the areas that need it? Um, We learned a lot this year with the strike teams that would come down to help with testing and help with vaccines. Uh, When we have natural disasters, there's usually strike teams that come in to to assist on a short term. Uh, But should we set up regional uh, strike teams so that if, if, uh, for instance, um, Switzerland County, say they're having trouble, uh, can we move personnel from Franklin and Ripley and, and Dearborn down to help them out on a, and have it in a structured way? So there's there's a lot of really good things that are being looked at. Uh, we're just getting started, and I'm, I'm real excited. Uh, that I think we can really do a lot to improve public health delivery in Indiana and the individ- in, in the individual counties, uh, especially in southeast Indiana.
0: And it sounds like uh, these, uh, this commission has uh, it's got a lot of work to do. I mean, no uh, no question about it.
1: Well, they're, they've got a lot of work to do and there's a lot of other smaller work groups working on specific areas. I sat in on a, on a call just uh, yesterday on public health infrastructure. There's going to be other ones on mental health. There's other ones on uh, public health nursing. So they, they've got work groups with volunteers across the state working on very specific areas. And then they, they will report um, through, a, through a system through the State Department of Health, and then that will go before the uh, Public Health Commission. Um, my next uh, meeting with them is next week, but there's a lot of communications going on between the monthly meetings.
0: All right, so we're going to keep an eye on that uh, situation there with the uh, governor's commission on public health, and uh, and of course uh, you mentioned the uh, the bench, and uh, of course uh, you know, maybe maybe a lot, of, a lot of folks may or may not know, but uh, you're also the uh, you see uh, firsthand East Central uh, at least once a year as the uh, Batesville uh, Bulldogs team doctor, and uh, and and the and the funny and you told me uh, earlier while I'm up there in the press box watching the plays, uh, you're not watching the plays so much; you're looking for something else.
1: Right. So you're you're seeing who made the tackle and did they did they make the first down? I'm watching. It's like okay, they're moving all extremities. Are they getting up? Uh, was it was it a was it a helmet to helmet? So I'm looking at different things than you are in the in the press box. Both important. And uh, sometimes you may see may um, uh, see myself and the other uh, team. Uh, Sports team folks running off the bench before it's even obvious something's going on. With, there's certain things we watch for, and, uh, of course, the time is crucial. And I'm really, uh, I have to say, I'm, I'm really happy with the support of EMS in our area. They're, they attend the games, and they're very responsive when we do have injuries. And uh, the response of the the trainers and the docs and the sidelines, the EMS, I, I can... I can tell you, and the public over the years, they've really stepped up and made a big difference in a, for a lot of these young people.
0: Yeah, indeed, and I, I can tell you what I, I can remember when there was the red phone in the press box to uh, call an ambulance. I mean, that's that's how far things have come. You well, that, or, I've I'm, been around too long. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, I'm glad they're on, they're on the scene, and I can tell you, um, over the years, we've had some some. Um, players that were injured pretty severely but they they did well because of the rapid response of EMS. We are really blessed with some really great te- EMS teams in the area.
0: And uh, finally uh, Dr. Welsh anything uh, you want to uh, put forth that uh, we might have missed in our conversation?
1: No, I just appreciate every everyone's efforts. Um, if you have questions, feel free to to reach out to me. I, I get questions all the time from facilities and schools and individuals. There's no such thing as a bad question. And, and you mentioned about the, the work that's being done to improve our public health system. If the public have ideas where they think things need to be improved, if they ideas on how to improve our public health infrastructure, please contact me. I'm, I'm open to your ideas, and I'm also working with uh, on a similar track with the AMA and their Council on Science and Public Health, and we'll be putting out a report next month, the first of a series on how to improve the public health infrastructure in the nation. So um, I, I really would, would like the ideas, and, and there may be things that folks have seen or folks that have concerned folks um, that maybe I haven't had been aware of. So if you have ideas, if there, you have concerns, uh, about uh, COVID, about uh, the public health infrastructure, things in general, please reach out and let me know. And I'm happy to take your call and happy to listen to your ideas.
0: Well, Dr. David Welsh, Ripley County and Franklin County Health Officer, uh, we appreciate your uh, time uh, this morning and also uh, and best of luck and uh, continued success, sir.
1: Thank you very much. And thank you so much to you and WRBI for keeping the public informed um, on all things Um health matters as well as the sports. I really enjoy being able, and I can't make it to a game, listening to um, how the student-athletes are doing with the WRBI coverage.
0: All right. Well, thank you, sir. Appreciate the kind words. I'm Tom Snape for The Daily Pod.